Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah! I hear, let's, let's start with this. <laughs> Beto, welcome. What Good an intro. Again. How what about an that? intro. The Cisco kid. Yeah. Do I, do I call you that for the rest of the day today? Uh, that's, a, that's a Morales deal, and I don't even know what that means, but we're having a good time. Okay? Glad to be here. It's good to have you. It's good to have you. Yeah. I did eat quite a bit of seafood. We'll get into that uh, <laughs> in just a couple of minutes. But what an you, intro. You Look, the intro of all intros was you, I don't know, an hour or so ago, sending out a tweet that you were picking up tamales, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let's go. And let's they're go. gone. Uh, well, I, I have a couple left in my bag. Oh, okay, I okay. had one so far. You had one? I had the, uh, the, green, uh, the green one with the chicken. Chicken, yeah. and it was terrific. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Did you eat all three of yours? Already? Yeah, I crushed. <laughs> <laughs> That's aggressive. And I normally impressed. I fast. I hate saying that fast because it yeah. sounds like you're normally I don't Are eat you till, intermittent fasting, Beto. No, I'm usually <laughs> hungover fasting, right? So usually I don't eat till after twelve, right? Okay. So I, I wake up my coffee, whatever my routine, usually around twelve is when I start start getting after it. But this morning, in honor of you, Travis, because I know on this show you guys talk about food all the time. We do. So I had to bring food you and did. I had to eat food because I want to feel you want to like be a part of the crew. You win in Rome, yeah, absolutely. Win in Rome, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. And it, it was uh, it was terrific. I've got two more. They'll, they'll be gone by the end of the oh, show. Exactly. I'm going to kind of one per hour, right? We got a three hour show. The best is when you ask me left. where they're from. I'm like, well, some like, lady. Well, I didn't know if there's like a person that you go to every time. I just didn't know you were going to swing by the local corner yeah, and pick them up. That's I, exactly. Apparently, it. that's the way to do it because those are pretty darn good. Like I tell Kaplan all the time, know your audience, be with the community. Yes. So last night when um, producer Emily texted me, I thought it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? No nope. <laughs> new number. Who's well, here's this? the thing: that I have her saved as Emily ESPN. Okay. So I don't know her last name. Hebel. H Y B L. Learn something new every day. There you go. Right. So I thought it was a TV producer. Oh. And I'm like, oh, cool. Bristol's calling me. All right. Yeah. yeah. You need me on a plane? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, plane. Do I got a college basketball play by play? Because nice. hopefully I'm getting some of those kind of games. Yeah. Because I'm like, hey, that's a Thursday. Maybe somebody's sick. I can do like a Big West. Th- and I'm like, oh, radio, cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, shoot. Right. With yeah. Travis, great. No, no, with Travis, cool. Yeah, yeah. And it said Slee one. I'm like, wait, Slee was never sick. Well, apparently there's a first time for everything. So that brings us to the next yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm concerned. Chris, um, I, I think he'll be all right. I, I hope he's feeling better. But when Chris was talking about, I wonder what's going to happen on the Lakers countdown to uh, tip off. Nothing. Al will be there. Yeah, I, I will bet you my car that Al is at the uh, Laker pregame. He's tournament. like Cal Ripken. He's not missing that. <laughs> All right, that that that's his that's his baby. Okay, so that's we don't like need to start your a kid's wedding. Uh, was it like say Ferris. We don't like Ferris Bueller. We don't have to have like a whole <laughs> painted on the water tower. <laughs> yeah, none, none of that. None All of right, that. So it's okay. It's okay. I think that uh, we'll we'll see. Look, if he misses the game, then we should probably like get a, a will a, they even a play? GoFundMe. <laughs> Well, I'd they be very play. worried. I'd be very worried if Sliwa missed a game. I would imagine that now a moment of silence for Alan Sliwa as he's missed his first. <laughs> Lawrence uh, Tanner? Yeah, Lawrence Tanner, right? Go nice and, nice and deep. And everyone, please remove your hats and uh, say a prayer for one Alan Sliwa. They dim the lights. Missed the Laker game tonight. <laughs> what would happen? Funch would be out of control. Michael would do it. Michael would do it, and then Michael would maybe just have look, a... Maybe you'll get called up for double duty. No, 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 no. No, they can't afford me. Yeah. <laughs>
Just bring tamales. They'll, they, they'll, they'll invite you in a million different times. No, Laker, no, for studio, you're allowed to bring tamales. Laker game, you got to bring some filet mignon, man. <laughs> it's a Friday night Laker game. That's a hard ticket. Speaking of, um, last night, Chris, myself, Jorge, and Key went to dinner. And That's an interesting mix. Kind of an old morning show crew, right? Okay, just because? Just because. You guys are that tight, you still go to dinner? We still go to dinner occasionally. Okay, we still okay. see each other occasionally. Um, and Key sponsored a very nice night out across the street at a, a very nice restaurant, shall we say. Okay. Uh, Mastro's. Oh. Yeah. And we've got- Casual. We've oh, got, wait, Jorge and Mastro's? Yeah. Does not belong. He did work. Oh, yeah. He did work. <laughs> Does he have we, a collar shirt? Did. No, nope. <laughs> I'm trying to think what he. No, I. It was don't a Niner so. game on. He probably had a Niner hoodie. He was he had his phone going with the yeah, Niner yeah. game, so he got he got that okay. going a little bit. So Mastros. Yeah, Very and nice. uh, I had more than my fair share of Emily. You won't like this part. Okay. Oysters. Um, what do you mean? Oy. She's just not a fan. It's disgusting. No. What are you it's talking about? Gross. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, you're at a fancy dinner. You go. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's, that's just, exactly that's what so we did. called the seafood tower. We did have the seafood <laughs> yeah. tower. Yeah, see, better knows. Look, I might be a guy that buys tamales on the corner from La Doña, but I know when it'd be fancy. And you bring those oysters, shuck them, and let's yeah, go. Yeah, I do good. anything else but the oysters. Now, see, we got to get you the Mexican style where you put the tapatillo on it with they the, had with Tabasco the, last night. Nah, 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 nah. No, no. What you do is you get the tapatillo in there with the with the lime, and you do it, and then maybe you chase it with the beer too. That sounds good too. It's more likely that Slee will miss multiple basketball games than I will ever try oysters That's let's fine. just say that more for the rest yeah, of yeah, you're young though you'll get over there <laughs> yeah, that, yeah you'll it's, grow it's, up it's, it's, I, i'm not i'm not worried about that yeah, yeah it's okay some crab on that tower <sighs> there's some shrimp on that tower of course um then Seafood i had tower. emily whenever somebody else is paying do it yeah it, they bring it out on the ice with the oh, yeah. it, was, it was wonderful yeah that little red sauce right that tartar. The cocktail sauce yeah whatever. the cocktail sauce there's a little tartar sauce there was uh uh tabasco Good there was a you. fresh lemon to squeeze on there so there's why is he making fun of you for eating <laughs> because that's what he does but it was terrific but it, it would be an they, insult to Keyshawn's wallet if yes. you didn't oh we eat the- t- took care of that <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did definitely not insult his wallet good good and then good. they brought me a piece of tuna that was basically half of a tuna good. it was ginormous nice. it was terrific it was just a wonderful way to kick off uh, the holiday season Th- this is what I like because I'm not one of those guys who ever goes to holiday parties because I've mm-hmm. never been full time anywhere I've always been like freelance popping in popping out yeah so when I see people going to like holiday dinners, I'm like, that's cool. But you're there with people you don't like normally, right? If you work in a real office. I've never yeah. had a nine to five. But knock on wood. <laughs> so I don't want one of those. So usually you're sitting there and they take you somewhere where you know that the boss is paying, but not really. And he's got his eye on everybody. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hey, get whatever you want, but not <laughs> really. But when they take you to Mastro's, that's a you problem. I am yeah. ordering one of everything. And Got I tell little... young people, hey, if the boss is going, if they tell you to show up to Fleming's or Mastro's, some, some place where they have valet, you get after it. You it was... get that butter cake, young man. We did. We, that's the only thing we didn't get. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Beto, I was so full. We'd had everything we just matter. talked about. Order it. All of the sides came out too. It's for Wine, Instagram. Cocktails. That's why you order the butter cake. I'll show you some pictures. We didn't get any of the butter cake, but we got just about everything else. Emily, it's a good way to start cake? the weekend. I have never, I've never been to Mastro's. I've never had the butter cake. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to show you how to take advantage of the corporate world right here. <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm not in it, but I know how to use you. <laughs> yeah, you know how to like drop you. You're like a freelancer in the corporate world hey, hey, at a, the dinner too. Yeah, I'm like you know I'm over there working. I, I sit in the middle. I'm a middle, right? Like like in curb. I'm a middle. I know how to work the audience. I know. Hey, you here, Emily? You're from Virginia. Yeah, you're Iowa. Here we go. Let's go. All right. It was butter great. cake. You got to do. Oh, it melts. All right, yeah. Next time, we'll do the it. butter gotcha. cake is. 
off the charts fantastic but i i like up to here you know like it sometimes doesn't matter. You just, it, it, it does there, no no we were on the edge beto of it being to the point where that went from being an awesome night to no. i ruined it with one too much. scoop of that ice cream and the butter cake and it'll be you know you would have been flying home to orange county <laughs> you didn't have you didn't, you didn't need any kind of music in your truck. You just would have been gone, bro. You would have just like, ah. It was a good night. It was a good night. Um, I'm excited that you're excited. That yes, makes me enjoy it because more. Because I love people taking advantage of other people's money. It was great. He I was love when rich people pay. He was incredibly generous. He's a gracious host, oh, and awesome. we had a great time. And Yeah. We only we just missing LZ, but we we FaceTimed him in the middle of the uh, dinner and showed him all the food on the table. I just like it that. It was great. I mean, Key still talks to you guys, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of we kind of force him to. We kind of loop him back in. I was going to say, you ain't no Travis Rogers either. Yeah. See? Travis yeah. in LA. All right. That's, that's right. good. But to bring in Jorge and the all rest of us. the crew, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. And to get everybody together, because especially during Christmas time, they have everybody's schedules line up. It was, that's why we did it on a Thursday, because the weekends are an <laughs> yeah, absolute yeah. No, uh, need, no need for that. Night, nightmare along the um, way. Is there an ESPN Radio Christmas party? I don't think so. If mm. there was one, I haven't been invited yet, so, so <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if they're having it, and I was just on the outside looking in. Uh, I'm pretty sure they had the, one, and they yeah, sent you a picture. I, yeah, hey, did you not get the invitation, oh, Trav? Oh, what are you going to do? I'm sorry. We had a nice time. We no. really missed you there. Oh, you had Rams pregame that day. <laughs> <laughs> when do the Rams play? We'll do it that day. Yeah. Everybody but Kirk and Travis. It's like Trav's yeah. elusive barbecue. It's like, you know, it's it's there in the ether, but we're not all getting invites to it. Yeah, well, we had a nice night. We, I think you'll invite Beto before you invite the rest of us, you don't need to invite I, I, me. I'm gonna be, show up. Yeah, Bet, Beto's a pretty good party guest. I have a feeling. I don't need to invite. Just let me. You just need to put it out there that you're having it, and I'm gonna show up. And you hey, have to tell me no, because I bring my own beer. I yeah. bring my own wine. I bring you know, like that's why the parents at the U Sports love me. Oh, I you're sit that by guy. Myself. Because there's a oh. cooler with me no matter what. Okay, so you just said something <laughs> very important. The cooler is the second most important thing uh-huh. you just said. I do exactly what you just said. I will basically go find a spot where I'm more or less by myself to oh, watch those absolutely. games. Because I need to say terrible things about the children. And I, and, 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 and I need to say terrible things about the parents. <laughs> that too. That too. I'm more about the- I love the kids. Hate yeah, the parents. The, kid, the kids, like I, I, I get a little bit more invested in this than I probably yeah. should. So I like to, I, and I don't say it loudly, but I mutter things like, mm-hmm. I can't believe he dropped another one. You know, so something oh, like that. It turns, it turns out that his mom is sitting right behind me. So I have mm. to go down the line and find mm-hmm. a nice little spot. You sit in the outfield by yourself. Usually down the foul line. Yeah, that's kind of my spot. And then I'll, I'll come back, t- touch base with Susan. Hey, everything good? Yeah, you having a good time? Hey, knuckles to this guy, <laughs> knuckles to that guy. You having a good day? Okay. And then I kind of make my way back down the line. The again. best is with some of the parents on my daughter's soccer team. For basketball, it's different because you're confined. For soccer, you can hide anywhere. They're, hey, you were here? Uh, that's a great. <laughs> oh, soccer's great. You don't, you don't even have to be no. anywhere near the field. They're like, you're here because I'll. I'll usually get way in the corner, and if I record a goal, I'll send it to the mom in charge of the social media. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're here? Like, yeah, I got, I got the goal. I'm here for you guys. There's Dude. social media for kids' soccer? If Beto's got there's, his camera out and his phone. there, Yeah, there's team. You coach water polo, right? Those, yeah, I did, but we have, like, yes, like, the Roseville water polo has, like, the thing. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. you're not that old. I, yeah, not that old, but I've never submitted anything to it. I guess that's probably why. Because you were busy coaching. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but somebody <laughs> recorded the goals, right? No, not every goal. It's usually just like if they win a trophy or if they have a thing at the end, they take a picture. Then how are you going to get your kids recruited if they're not doing like a triple Lindy to get the- I don't know. Not up to She's, me. Not, I'm with 12-year-olds. back to school. They're not doing triple Lindy. Well, maybe if they won, they get recruited. Hey, that dive nearly killed me. No, it. <laughs> 
nearly <laughs> killed me along the way. All right, uh, there's live football on today. You yes. said something to me today when we were chatting before the show that I have I have a lot of questions about when we get back. And believe it or not, it is Bahamas Bowl related, which yeah. is taking place right now. That's coming up next. Beto is in for Slee. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. About a half hour away from Ask Beto. Last time you were here, we did Ask Beto, right? Uh, yeah, we did a version of it. Yeah, but yeah. I'm ready today now. I'm, I know what to do now. We're already loaded up. A lot of food-related questions. Zole, <laughs> Menudo. We got, we, got, we got some questions that we'll get to. I don't even want to look at the Twitter yet. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty good. Um, so here's the deal. You and I um, were, were chatting before the show, and the Bahamas Bowl is on right now. It's uh, Miami of Ohio against somebody. UAB. UAB. The new the Trent Dilfer. The, the Trent Dilfer coach UAB Blazers. Wait. He just got named head coach a couple weeks ago. So he's, I don't the know if he's coaching today. But Super he's Bowl champion Trent Dilfer? That Trent Dilfer. Fresno ESPN. State, number one pick. No ESPN, way. ESPN, Ravens Super Bowl winning quarterback, Trent Dilfer. That one. Yeah. Okay. He's coaching the Dragons at UAB. Yeah. And you're like, oh, is this is this on live? I'm like, yeah. There's another game coming up. The uh, the something something uh, bowl is on. The pollen weed eater, right? So, <laughs> something like that, right? And, uh, uh, it's what, what's the the commercial with the the drawing with the fat guy wears pants that are too tight? What Duluth trading? Right, it's the Duluth Trading Bowl. Yeah, I'm gonna remember know. that commercial. Chance. Yeah, the fat guy's pants are too tight. I'm not. I'm gonna leave that one alone. Like you're setting me up, man. It's a good company. I like you. I'm yeah, not gonna I, say anything. Yeah, well, no. I, Duluth looks like they make a fine product, and I think it's directed at somebody like myself. They have a very specific marketing campaign. Um, that's coming on better in about an hour forty-five. And when you said to me like, "Is that live?" I said, "Yeah." You go, oh man. I haven't even bet that one yet. <laughs> and then you tell me this story that you were live betting a Troy football game at a Chili's yeah, a couple weeks Troy ago. Troy against Ball State at a Chili's a couple weeks ago. That was amazing. I had the bartender in. I'm going to make like $5 bets. Like He's like, okay, the next series, is it going to be a touchdown, uh, three and out, or So you're just guessing, basically. Yeah. Or are you plugged into the no. Troy offense? What I'll do is I'll... What are the biggest odds? And I'll put five dollars on that just to keep going. And you, you just take, oh, you shoot, you're going long shot hunting. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> the other ones are like, oh, it'll be uh, first down. Like you know, the odds are like bet five, win five. Like, nah, right. nah, nah, nah I want to do something. So I'm like, here's why not? And then it passes the time. All right, so we got look halftime right now. UAB Miami. Let me go to my account. ten six UAB over Miami of Ohio right now. Let uh, me get out of the does ESPN. It change, does it change email. your action knowing that Trent Dilfer's part of the yes, program? Actually, <laughs> hey, winners win. <laughs> winners win. Now I got to get out of the ESPN uh, Wi-Fi because it won't let me on these sites. 
Oh, I'm actually on the radio. I was going to say, you know, you know we're doing a show right now, right? <laughs> you talk about all the food you're eating during I know. the show. It's important, though. This is this is too. This is college. <laughs> do you watch all of those bowl games, or do you just watch them when you're I only the watch them and you got you had an hour to kill before you got something else? Hey, to that do. five freeway, that traffic is bad. <laughs> I uh, think that you oh, should. we got Troy and UTSA later on. The road was right. really well, good. You told me that Troy stabbed you in the back, so you're not. Both of those are ranked. That's Ooh. a bowl game between two ranked teams. And in Carnet Word against North Dakota State later on the night. Oh, in I football. Might, I might have to stay home for that one. Yeah. I don't. I'm assuming at least one of those two schools you named is made up. No, Incarnate <laughs> World Word. Where's that? In San Antonio. Oh yeah. Yeah. They play sports there. Yes, they do. They're D1. <laughs> in uh, what? FCS. Oh, yeah. Right. If, you, if you say so. I know because uh, we do a lot of boxing in San Antonio. So when you're leaving, going to the airport, you go by their university. And on the bridge, it says Incarnate Word. And we, Incarnate Word, we play D1 sports. Yes. Go to your local <laughs> hey, betting platform. How about this? And get down. You talk about hyper local. Their athletic director, last name is Duran, Richard Duran, who's from East LA. Small world that it is. I found that out. Familia? Uh, if he can get my kid in, yeah. He is. <laughs> but right now, no. But are you a, uh, do you love Chili's? Are you a big Chili's guy? No, it was right next to the freeway. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's all it is. Reason? You know what? And I'm, I, this might sound like I'm throwing shade, but it's not. Like, that is the perfect reason for a Chili's is that, hey, I'm going to drop in, grab a burger or something, get something to eat, have a cold right. beer, yep. watch the game. That's exactly what those places are perfect for. It was, I was coming back from your hood, uh, Jay Serra. Okay. From down San, San Juan Capistrano, mm-hmm. and the five was just slammed. Like, damn it, I have nothing to do. I can either sit here in traffic and go. F- Four miles, or I, and that chili sign was next to the freeway, <laughs> and I saw it, Irvine Spectrum area, kind oh, of, yeah, 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 in that Irvine area, yeah. and I'm like, is that two for twenty? Uh, I just got me a big Cadillac, and I just <laughs> like, sip and enjoy, sip and enjoy. Uh, lost thirty eight dollars or whatever I lost, <laughs> but I had That's a good time. Bad. That's thirty eight dollars. Had a good time. He, the, the bar, I had the bartender into it, man. What? Once you get those bets up, I need to know. I'm, I'm, I'm may, making it right Talk me into this. I may be broke what, at the, the break. Time. All the, all the money I won in the football pool, Emily, right. may go out the window on the Bahamas. And we can bet the third quarter only. We can do that. <laughs> Money gets the ball first. Let's start thinking about this. Yeah. What right. are we gonna do? Oh man, we're this is why you don't invite me. This is why <laughs> again we get sidetracked. You get sidetracked. This, but then again, this is why you invite me to a, a nice dinner during Christmas because I yeah I bring up all the randomness. I'm not gonna lie. I I I'm I'm a little regretful that I did not order the butter cake. You, after you, you shamed me after you, saying I didn't. You do have it. to get the butter cake just for it's the really conversation. Good. It's really good. You talk to people and you're like, oh, did you go to Masters? Oh, first thing, did you get the butter cake? Uh, somebody on Twitter was just talking about the Aaron Palmer. Did you get the Masters Beast Teeny? I don't even know what that is. Do you? It's got to be a Martini. Right? Well, I'm assuming, but I don't know what makes it Beast. Uh, I just go dirty. Anytime a drink has like a funky name or like a wannabe cool name, I stay away from you it. Skip that one. Yeah, just give me a dirty Martini, a couple olives, and we're good to go. Clean as a whistle. No dirty. I oh, love dirty. a good Martini. No, olives, two olives is okay. Three is perfect. And as dry as you can make it. And then do you say superb? And then you have your pinky out yep. and you take that. Do you act like Butterbaker <laughs> when he told Linus? Like uh, Randolph Duke <laughs> from trading places. That's what, you know what we're going to do? We're going to bet $1 on everything right now. All right. For $1. You got it up? <laughs> I, I want, I want, you, you should take one of the other teams. I'll take the other team. We'll see who comes out with more dollar bills okay. at the end of the day. I'll take Miami of Ohio. Miami, Ohio. You, you take the Dilfer. Okay, to win. Fighting Clinton Yates's. <laughs> okay, here it is. To win the game. Yeah. Miami of Ohio is plus four hundred. Okay. UAB 
is minus 588. Oh, I got to get this bed in. All right. <laughs> All right, well, you get your bed in. Did you yeah, let me speak, turn the microphone speaking off. Speaking of your, uh, your deal, did you get a chance to watch Thursday Night Football at all last night? Yeah, Niners? go Niners. What happens if they win a Super Bowl with Mr. Irrelevant in his rookie year? Because it feels more and more like that may be something that could happen, Beto. That, that guy, Brock Purdy, looks real comfortable. For a yeah. guy that hasn't played football in a long time, to come in there and look like that, it's not like they're just keeping the train on the tracks, and it, they are, but the, he's also making some plays. They ha- Other than Philadelphia, they're the clearly the second-best team in the NFC. So the reason I watched this game, because my brother's a Niner fan, and then guys in our group chat are either Raider fans or Niner fans. Okay. So that trash-talking back and forth is great. And... Purdy is a story you want to root for. Sure. I, I got um, I read the story about him a few months ago of who this guy is. So Brock Purdy from Arizona went to a high school that was brand new. That's where he grew up at. So in Arizona, there's a bunch of you know a lot of people moving, a lot of construction, new schools. So he went to a school where he played right away. Played four years as high school, no real offers. A shade over six foot. His brother's actually at Florida State. Mm-hmm. His mom and dad were athletes in college. So the kid. Comes from good genes. Went to Iowa State. He was a three-star recruit. The reason he went there, because he could play right away. And this is and he tore it up. And this is where you and I were talking about, about how parents are delusional, yeah. right? A lot of people said, Iowa State, uh, maybe not. My kid's a Pac-12 guy. He's a Big Ten guy. He should be going to a big premier school for what? So you can say, my kid is at right. blank school, and then you don't play. It's the fit, the system. So he goes to Iowa State, plays a lot. So he's been playing a and lot. plays well. And realized, when he came out for the draft... That nobody liked him. The evaluators, because they didn't like his throwing system. They didn't like the his release. They didn't like his body type because he was a pudgy six-foot guy. So what did he do? He reinvented himself. He went down to Orange, or Oceanside. Uh, three, uh, it's called the OT Collective, mm-hmm. where quarterbacks go down there and they do a lot of evaluation on him. And instead of him going and preparing for the combine where let me get the best time, to sit, he reinvented his throwing system. The way that his release was. They realized that his body, the way he was throwing, wasn't conducive to what his body should be. So he changed it up. And he did that in one offseason? Eight weeks, which no was kidding. a big risk for him. And it was a story in Sports Illustrated I read a couple weeks ago. And the, what he did was, I'm not going to be a first rounder. I'm not going to be a, a big time pick. He was barely in any rounder. Exactly. So I can afford to do this to hopefully get some attention and be a late rounder. Mm. And they sent out the tapes of what he was doing because he went to the um, the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Did well, but not light up where people were like, oh, my God. You know, the Senior Bowl, there's always one guy that's off the chart like, oh, where's he been? All right. of a sudden, like, the problem with Purdy is what we do too often now. There was too much tape on him. So when people have seen him for four years, like we already know what he is, right? When they only seen you for one year. Oh my God, he's a great, he's amazing. That's why I always tell kids, if you have a great junior year and you have a chance to go to the NFL, leave right away. Go, or go M- ask Matt Barkley. Or ask Matt, uh, Jaime Hawkins or the right. kids at UCLA who right. decided to come back for a senior year. Like, uh, you know, or Johnny Juzang, that's what I'm yep. thinking about. Where they get more tape on you and then the scouts are kind of like, eh. They, you you want to give them just enough, but not so much that they can find out what, because the, all these evaluators do mm-hmm. this thing where they find reasons not to exactly. take you. Exactly. As opposed to say, and, and this is where I think a guy like Kyle Shanahan is different. This is where a guy like I think Sean McVay is a little different. 
I can use that. What you do well mm-hmm. works well for me. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not going to look at you and say, "Yeah, you're not tall enough. You're not. You know. You know. You don't have a six pack or whatever it is." But hey, you know what you can do really well. You can throw on the run accurately. Yep. We we have a lot of plays where we need our quarterback to throw on the run accurately. I can use that guy. Those are the guys, and that's why McVay is so successful. Mm-hmm. That's why Shanahan is so successful. They find those guys that aren't the six foot four, you know, two hundred and thirty pound broad shoulders, yep. throw it ninety yards down the field. It's no, no, no I, I I can use that dude. You're gonna find the kids who progress later. You're gonna find the kids. I always say this to everybody. Everybody has their own path, whether you're a pro athlete, whether you're a broadcaster, whatever it is, everybody has their own path. Make it your path, and that's what Purdy's done. And when you start hearing guys in interviews, a friend of mine, Lindsay Polaris, is the team reporter for the 49ers. So I've talked to her about it. I'm like, who is this guy? You know, where is he coming from? Mm-hmm. Like, Bethel, we've known about him all year long because his teammates have been raving about him. That's the other thing. The defensive guys who normally don't know who anybody that's a rookie, they don't know their name, but they've been watching him – when um, uh, who's the original quarterback? Trey Lance. When Trey Lance went down, Purdy had to get more reps, and so, that's when people started on the team realizing something about him. What's been interesting about that dude is that while he was Mister Irrelevant, and I think everybody yeah. knows, but that you're literally the very, very last, last player in the entire draft. You're yeah. the final pick of the final round. That's Brock Purdy. So he comes in. Trey Lance is supposed to be the quarterback for the Niners. Yep. The Niners give him that job at the end of last season and say, you're going to be our guy. Jimmy G has a bum shoulder. He doesn't want to be a backup. So he kind of just stays away from the team, more or less throughout the entire training camp process. So Purdy is, for all intents and purposes, the number two quarterback. He's preparing like the number two quarterback. Well, Jimmy G comes in at the last minute. Lance goes down in, what was it, the second game that, yeah. he, that he gets hurt? Now Jimmy G's back in as the starter. Well, Purdy is basically still the backup quarterback at that point. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been the third guy who's not getting ready to play, who isn't going to go into the game barring really bizarre circumstances. From the end of last season, really, he's been a snap away from being the quarterback mm-hmm. the entire time, mm-hmm. and he clearly prepared like it. To your point, his teammates have responded to him, and now all of a sudden, a Mr. Irrelevant quarterback team is a pretty good pick to go to the Super Bowl with about a month left in the season. That's, that's extraordinary. I think Keyshawn was on here yesterday with Sedano, and mm-hmm. he said that when they watched Purdy, he's like, wait, that guy's better than Jimmy G, the first game that they played. Yeah. Well, it didn't look worse, no, but- that's for sure. And that says a lot to your preparation and believing in yourself and like just the reps because you know that as a father of a young athlete, there's so many kids who are amazing drill players mm-hmm. who are great uh, when they're only doing drills. Five o'clock hitters. They're or they're amazing seven on seven football players. And when you get the live reps and you're playing and you're like, oh, and you're actually getting hit, different story. <laughs> yeah, right. But Purdy doesn't look like a guy. Now, normally when you have a, a backup quarterback that comes in like that, they're so overwhelmed and it's just hand off the ball and don't fumble. This dude walks in, he has a little moxie to him, dude, a little swagger. Dude, they did a double pump fake yes! touchdown pass last night. That's a play that Tom Brady runs, yep. that Patrick Mahomes runs, That's a big, not uh, Brock Purdy. That's a big, like, you know the coaches on the defensive side are in the film room right now just cussing out every <laughs> single person, breaking boards back and forth. But that's also a big... Um, just puff your chest out. We believe in you. Do what you got to do. That's it. It's a. It's a. Hey, we believe in you. Even if this goes poorly, throw an interception, whatever. This like, dude, you really run a double pump fake with a Mister Irrelevant. It's like, yeah, we are because I think that he's ready to do it. The Niners are so interesting because you don't know what you're going to get, but 
damn, they're fun. So I got a question <laughs> with that in mind. They're, they are fun, and the reason they're fun is that they're remarkably well coached. As he kind of jumped ahead of the other mm. guy that is remarkably successful at a very young age. Mm. It's close. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Beto's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So two things quickly for you guys. One thing, Travis, someone got tweeted at you, and it's like, let me know if I should pick this up for you, Trav. And it's a 90210-1994 Jeep <laughs> Wrangler. Yeah. Should he pick it up Ooh. for you? It's like a little Hot Wheel, not like the actual vehicle. It's yeah, a yeah, toy. And? Yeah, no, I, I just want to make sure somebody wasn't offering to buy me a car. <laughs> well, both. Maybe either one would be great, but yeah, look, anything 90210 related is something that's going to land right in the center of the bullseye for me. By the way, you shocked me the other day. Absolutely shocked me. So uh, we did the show, we got on, and I was you know doing that Rain Man thing I have with episodes of 90210 where I remember all the stupid details from all those episodes. And I'm walking out the building, and I get a text from you, Beto, and it's all it says is, I ate a 4RE. Yeah. You guys were talking about Palm Desert and-, and With uh, L. With L and Ray Pruitt. <laughs> you know, if you're in the desert, you got to talk about, I, I ate a 4RE. I did not know that you were a 90210 guy. Oh, I know my stuff. I only go through uh, West Beverly High. I don't go You didn't to- go to the college years when they went to CU, the Condors, nah, and I, I, Kelly was, mm. you know, she joined a cult, and Brenda was part of the drama nah. club, and there was a whole bunch of well, stuff I'm surprised you know those years, because you were in college in those years right uh yeah so why yeah. how did you survive isla vista so and watch 90210 okay, that's balanced do you want to know how stupid this is we had an entire routine that centered around making sure that we saw that stupid show <laughs> so it was on i'm 95 percent sure it was on thursday nights okay so thursday night as every college campus in america that's the, the first night that you go out for the weekend right thursday night is a busy night mm-hmm. so we would come over to my apartment pregame watch 90210 and then when it was over that's when you would go out to start your evening so okay. it ended about I don't know, nine or ten i forget what it was on okay. but it was just at that perfect okay now we can go out and get the night started but that's how you would kick it off with a little 90210 and this was pre-dvr so you had to sit through all oh, the you had to watch. commercials you, you had to watch drinking it games with it or anything like you no, know no. drink every time this happens nope just want to keep my eye on <laughs> kelly taylor yeah. see what she was up to see what val malone was val up malone. to. <laughs> yeah, I got, you know they, they put it to you this way i'm like it didn't have 
I didn't have a hard time paying attention to what was going. I mean, on. So you got to remember, Brandon Walsh was on the Condor Times, right? The school paper. The uh, he was he was the editor he was for the editor. a while, yeah. then he ran for class president and he, he won. Was... And then Josh Richland, who was his running mate, who talked him into running. Okay, ended easy, up getting easy, tiger, easy tiger. Yeah. Let me finish my thought. Uh, this is, Brandon is is uh, Travis because in high school he had a gambling problem, and he was an athlete, and he goes to college and he takes journalism. Look at our friend now, Travis Rogers. I have all of those things yeah. except for the gambling problem, ah, which you're about to which give Which we me. just did, because we just took uh, Miami of Ohio which you're trying on the to money line. Infect me with at this point. What are my odds? Uh, we took Miami of Ohio money line for the second half, so we're okay. good. Uh, we got them at plus 450. All right. So what that means is um, nothing. We're going to lose. Yes. <laughs> it means we're not getting tamales tonight. <laughs> so Yeah, and also another question for you, too. So I... As a coach of youth sports and as parents of youth sports, I think we—I don't know if we'd have—we align on this, but nope. what is the worst? <laughs> what is the worst kind of parent at the ones that show sports? up? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll start with this. So, I used to work at a at a park, Carson Park in Carson. I used to work Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. So I learned this a long time ago from my old boss, who said the worst thing about youth sports are the parents. And the worst ones are the ones that show up because they're the ones that are going to give you every single piece of advice. They're going to give you their opinion. The best parent is the one that shows up and says, all right, where are we going to eat? Yeah. That's it. You guys want to get some pizza? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. So I would say for me, now that both of my kids are in this world, the worst parents are the ones that are giving advice during the game because the kids can't hear you. Like you're paying all this money for a coach to coach your kid. Let the coaches coach. That's a good answer. I think the one that I always kind of have my eyebrows go up on a little bit is the one that gets overly chummy with the coach. That that that's the one that's like, yeah. what, what's, what's going? Because they're oh. almost always one that doesn't know what's going on. They're almost <laughs> always the one that thinks that by buying the coach uh, a bagel before the game is somehow going to make that kid who can't catch a ground ball be the starting shortstop. So me doing tequila shots not going to work. <laughs> tequila shots is probably a better choice. Right. But yeah, it's it's just this. Beto's right. You here's what you should do. You go to the game, find a place to sit. You cheer when something good happens. No. When something bad happens, you keep it to yourself. You you grab your kid at the end of the game. You take him home. And then if you'd like to discuss it, you can do it when you get home. You don't do it with the coach. You don't do it with the kid. Nah. You do it by yourself with your son or daughter, full stop. And never yeah. at the field. So for basketball, it's hard because it's so loud. You're in a gym and the bleachers are right next to each other. So you'll get parents from both schools. Going back and forth. Both teams going back and forth. So at my son's high school games, I am the official mopper. Like, I legit am the you guy. You have the towel and the stick? No, I, yeah. I under I sit underneath the basket, yeah. and I get the mop. So if a player falls down, I'm out there wiping the sweat. <laughs> One, I get my service hours for Catholic school, so that, that takes care of my 20 hours at Bosco. And most importantly, I don't have to sit with the parents. Win-win. I sit by myself. I take some pictures. I'm good to go. And I'm ready to go. And then people are like, oh, he's kissing up to the coach. No, it's my VIP seat because I stay away from everybody. And you don't have to be involved with everybody. The other thing is, too, sometimes the parents will get chippy with each other. Oh. Like team A, Team B. Like the kids are out there playing basketball. They're playing football. They're playing baseball, whatever. And sometimes that can get chippy. But more often than not, that's just in the the process mm-hmm. of playing these games, right? Mm-hmm. But if your kid hits my kid with the pitch, and now uh. all of a sudden you got to say, it's like now it's gotten to this hostile event between the two parents' side. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it, totally re- absurd. It's just so competitive because people think that they're going to get that scholarship that day. No, they're 10. 
<laughs> they're not getting it. You're, you're going to be not, you're invited to Team USA. Don't, hey, let me let you know. 800 kids get invited to the Team USA trial for $1,000. Yeah, it, yeah, but but before he can come, I'm going to need that check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going to need the check. And here's the other thing. If you don't think he, your kid, just telling you, all of you, he's not good enough. Yeah. Let me, let me just say, I hate to be the one, first one to tell you, he's not good enough. Yeah, most kids will never remember the game that happened or the practice, but they're going to remember the parent that acted the fool. You know what you're going to remember? I this Hand to God, this is true. I remember... A very few games, right? That this guy got this hit in this bar. I pitched it against this. I, I bits and pieces. Very. Mm-hmm. Few. I remember the bus rides. Mm-hmm. I remember being in the dugout. Yeah, <laughs> and it just remember and the BS conversations the, that you have. All of it. All of those stupid things. That's yeah. the parts that you're talking about. Nine hundred two one zero with your teammates. You got to break it down. You see what happened to Kelly last night? <laughs> I can't believe she joined that cult. That's I, why I can't believe it. You, how's Brandon going to get her out of that? When thing? you talk as a reporter, when you're in the locker room and you're there. Not interviewing the guys, and you just listening to the conversation guys are having. It's not about the X's and O's. It's about the breakdown. It's about the most mundane thing of, hey, uh, who did you guys do this for? Or what did you, what happened here? I love when NFL guys are just talking about their college recruiting trips. Mm. They're like, oh, did they take you here? Oh, they take you, and then they realize, oh wait, I should be saying in front of this media member. <laughs> but I'm, I'm ha- I've been around long enough to know that I'm cool. So they're like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. And now it's legal. Now, whatever's going, they gave you how much? Right on. Awesome. I got nearly that much as well. All right. Ask Beto is coming up next. You can send it to me (laughs) at Travis Rogers. Of course, you can call in with your Ask Beto as well. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. It's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Just saying Miami of Ohio may have just scored a touchdown to take the lead. Just kind of, you know, all of a sudden the Bahama Bowl is... Pretty exciting. Hey. By the way, there's as many people in this studio as there are actually attending the game in Nassau, the Bahamas. So we've got a we've got as big a crowd here as they do there. Yeah, and you know what? We're making more noise than them right now. Go Miami Ohioans. Yes, the fighting Miami <laughs> the Ohio football team. Go people. fighting Roethlisberger's. <laughs> All right, John in Huntington Beach says, uh, the last Wait, time- hold on. So this is they just ask questions? That's yeah, it? And I answer? And you answer. Oh my god. Yeah, you ready? You don't look ready, but you better gotta, get ready. I got to filter myself. The All last right. time there was an Asbeto, you gave me confidence to rock a bucket hat. It's pretty cold in SoCal for us folk recently. Is it ever okay to rock a scarf as a male? Yeah, I wear them all the time. Yeah. Why, why would you not wear a scarf? It is one of the most wonderful, warm feelings. When you got that thing on, it, you could have the worst sweatshirt in the world. You got that thing on, temperature through the roof. Let me tell you something. You wear a scarf, instant attention baby how do you wear your scarves though do you do the oh i got all i got i got different you got knots i got knots man (laughs) what are you like in the marines oh whatever you need i got i only have a couple scarves but i don't need them because we're in la but they look so cool in the winter but do you like do the the oh absolutely half and go through the open yes Yes. flip it around the back yeah all of that so what i do is i have the the regular knot which is the side and just one because then you wear that like with an overcoat yeah. and then that. And then also the ones where you wrap it all the way around your neck and then you put together and look a little bunchy right Looks here. Looks like an ascot Kind of ascot. That's smooth right there. <laughs> and you just drop it over your shoulders too. And then you just wrap one around the neck. Yeah. Why would you not wear a scarf? Well, because it's 80 degrees here, 340 days. Well, some guys think no. they're too manly to, you know, hey, If you think you're too manly, don't it's, even don't ask me anything. It, it's not even that. It's like the most functional way to keep warm. The only thing that better is a hat. Is it to keep warm? I didn't even, I thought it was just to look good. No, dude. When it gets below 50, I'll go scarf. 
for yeah. sure. So I I did a fight in Toronto not too long ago, and it, inside a hockey rink, it was thirty five. So I had my scarf. They're making fun of me so much. They're, Are you really gonna wear that? Yeah, it's cold in here. Like, no, you don't need a scarf. It's thirty five. Like look, 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 look. look, I don't live in Toronto. Yeah, exactly. I'm from LA, baby. Let's go. We don't need this. Yes, wear a scarf all the time and make sure it's clean. All right, this is from Chris Holmes. It says, Trav and Beto, I was in four episodes of the reprised Beverly Hills 90210 circa 2008-9 as surf coach, a role that suited my personality well. If you were a character on 90210, what's a description of the character you'd be? Oh, Brandon Walsh. You'd be Walsh? Degenerate. Okay. All right. Yeah. I still remember this line that he told... uh, uh, is it Kelly? Kelly's the blonde. No, no. Uh, Andre, Andre, Andrea, Andrea Zuckerman. Yeah, he told yeah. her, "I'm why is he gambling so much? Right? I'm bored. It's senior year, and I have no girlfriend, <laughs> so I'm betting on everything." That was me. Was that your, your yeah, motto? Exactly. <laughs> bored, senior year, have no girlfriend. I'm in journalism class. So yeah, I'm Brandon Walsh. I, I I'm Brandon Walsh for a slightly different reason. I was a rule follower. I, I was I was responsible. I was home on time. I didn't give my parents a hard time. Hey, I kid you not. I wanted to work at a beach club and buy a Mustang because of Brandon Walsh. Yeah, but I wanted to do it in Cancun. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have pulled that off. I still might. This is good news. Nick says that he went to San Diego State in the early '90s. They had the same Thursday routine. Nicely done. Very nice. Um, Curtis writes, Beto, would you rather get lost in the snow in the mountains or lost in the middle of the desert? <laughs> so I used to snowboard a lot, and okay. we got lost a couple of times in the snow. It, one time was in uh, where were we? Um, Steamboat and, in Colorado. In Colorado, and we got because we would go backcountry, you know, through the thick sure. powder, and it was cool. And I'm like, wow, we don't belong here. So we kind of lost sense of where we're at. And this is late nineties, two thousands, so it didn't quite know. That was a scary feeling. I bet. At least in the desert, you could just keep on going, keep on walking. So <laughs> give me the desert because. I can walk, and I'm not going to sink in like we did in the snow. Yeah, I think this the, being lost in the woods would be terrifying. Nah, plus I don't like desert. We know how to behave because we've been here. Yeah, the, the snow, the woods, nah. So yeah, that was good. after that. How no long more were about, you? Were you? How long was least, it where you didn't know where you were? We were out so long that the chairlift to go down was closed. So we had to ride down. You know, sometimes the, sure. you can find the chair, let me go down, whatever. No, it was closed. It was Dang. dark when we got back. Do you have a scarf at least? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm going to still for it. I know what's up. All right. John in Huntington Beach is back, and he says, "Is Sliwa, you, you may, I may need to fill you out in the background. I'll read it first. Oh, jeez. Is Sliwa not knowing what a three-item combo at a Mexican restaurant is the most <laughs> Slee thing ever? And what is your three-item combo? Do you know that story? I don't want so, to know that story because so, I'm, I'm very disappointed in him because he's from San Diego. If Slee was from Iowa, come on, Idaho, he's from Iowa. He no, knows what a three. I know that's why I said is. it. <laughs> I, I give him a pass, but he's from San Diego, yeah, and he went to like San Diego. State. Twenty minutes from Mexico, <laughs> and he went to San Diego State, which is. I mean, like, you guys live off of three-item combos all around the campus. His was a taco and guacamole and salsa. Something was something like that. It was the rice and beans. It was it yeah. Was he had the rice and he beans. He fixated on the rice and on beans on the sides. He was preoccupied. That, that's that. That's like the, a combo <laughs> by definition means rice and beans. Put it this way: that you get the three items. You can get a flauta. You can get a taco. You can get a, a tamale. You can get a enchilada. If this was for coming from Kaplan, I'd have a whole hour show railing against him for this. But because it's Slee and he's a nice guy, eh. <laughs> 
So what's your what's the answer to the question? What is your three item combo? You go to your favorite spot, three item combo. What do you get? <laughs> Usually, I don't do that. I I just get a big wet green burrito because I'll get the biggest item possible and just load up. <laughs> So you're going to do all three things, wrap it in a tortilla, just give me a one burrito. <laughs> I go to Diana's and green, salsa. green wet burrito from Diana's just crushes me right there. I mean, why like go and nibble around? Right? Give me the big boy. Christmas Day gifts or Christmas Eve gifts? That is from Crypto Ray. That's a trick question because if you're Mexican, it's Christmas Eve. Is it? Yeah, we don't. I didn't know that. Yeah, Mexicans celebrate Christmas Eve. Christmas okay. Eve you try to text a Mexican to do something? Nah, man, because there's a party going on. We are loaded. There's usually a fight about to break out somewhere. Everybody's dressed up. And then Christmas Day, it's there's nothing going on. It's like, we don't open. We You do all the presents on Christmas Eve? Usually a little bit after 10 o'clock, the kids start doing something. You try to stay up for midnight mass. Not really, because okay. uh, then that's usually when the, the Presidente kicks in or something like that. Um yeah, Christmas Eve is a big deal in the Latino community where okay. we do it Christmas Eve because at midnight is when you put baby Jesus into the manger. Sure. All that good stuff. Like Christmas Day, that's why people are like, oh my God, you're working Laker game on Christmas Day? Yeah, because we don't do anything at my house. Do you go to church on Christmas Eve or do Christmas Christmas Day? Eve, I go to church. Yeah. I go to Mass on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So here's the best part about the Christmas Day Laker games. Rams play on Christmas Day this year. And I think I'm safe in saying this. You can use that to your advantage to miss things that you'd like to miss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is, like everything. It, it is really just, hey, would you like to come over? To, hey, I'd love to, but you know, but, I, I got to. Well, the Laker didn't start till 730. Got to prep. Yeah. It's noon. Yeah, I got to prep. We have an eight-hour pregame show. <laughs> Long drive. Long oh. drive. Oh, traffic. security. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's better safe than sorry. Yeah, I better yeah. get up No, nah, I can't do it. Yeah, It's nah. a great also, way to I, do it. I volunteer to work Rose Bowl games. I've been to the Rose yeah. Bowl a million times in a row, but I I wouldn't want to work that. that oh no, I did it for so many part. years. You know why? Because what do you do there? Uh, no, because I would cover the game. Oh, you okay. yeah? Hey, hey, I'll do it. Why? Because New Year's Eve when they get invited to a party. Sorry, can't go. Gotta go. I gotta get up early tomorrow. I don't want to be hanging around the degenerates. Big E says you're no Brandon Walsh, Beto. You've got a vibe. You've got a Brian Austin Green vibe. It's called no. you David Silver. <laughs> First of all, Big E should know better, man. How dare you? I can grow the sideburns if I wanted to. And Brian Austin Green, remember he was a DJ first, and then when he had his yeah. buddy, then with his buddy were, Scotty, him and him, they were the nerds. R.I.P. Took himself out yeah. accidentally. R.I.P. But you know they had, they were the nerds. And then all of a sudden, uh, Brian Austin Green is back in. He like reclassified and he's in the same grade as everybody else. Yeah, we had to catch up. Yeah, yeah. he had to take the double load. To yeah, catch up yeah, with the just rest to of catch up with. Yeah, whatever. We wanted to hang out with Donald. He was an original holdback. <laughs> Hold forward. He jumped forward. Exactly. Let's do one quick one on the phones. Let's go to Torrance and Alex. Alex, what do you got for Ask Beto? All right. Obviously, next Sunday, big day, Christmas. But we also have big basketball games and the NFL playing. So, Beto, for an avid sports fan, what do you suggest? How do we take down that day? How do you take down the day? You sit down and you bet every single game. <laughs> you're not going to leave the house, are you? I think so. He's Alex. Tell me if I'm right here. You're talking about you have family responsibilities, presents, all these things. There's NBA basketball. There's NFL football. He's trying to get some advice on how to navigate all of that. Am I right? It's just a lot going on. How does one person watch everything while dealing with the family as well, too? 
Because like you said, you know there's at least one family fight that's going to break out, X, Y, and Z. So Okay, well, make sure you have yourself a portable charger because you're watching everything on your phone. That's what you got to do. And what you do is steal Alex, all of a sudden is the one who takes the nieces and nephews off to the side. Hey, check this out. Let me show you how to stream games. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Kids, you guys like math? Let me show you about my new betting account right here. And you take the kids and you have... You what plus odds Exactly. Means. And you show them, this is what you're going to do. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wow, Theo Alex is really cool. He's hanging out with all the kids. He's probably telling all kinds of stories because when you become the older Latino man, everybody becomes your Theo, right? Sure. And you start calling all the kids Mijo, right? Mijo, 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 come here. Mijo, come here. Hey, go get me a tamale. Hey, bring me a little bit of this. Here we go. Presidente. And then, yeah, Presidente and Coke. Now, Presidente and Coke. Coke is the old school Mexican dad drink right there. It's like a red can of Budweiser. That's what you have right there. <laughs> That's what you have it, right? It's, I guarantee you, most kids around my age, their first sip of alcohol was Presidente and Coke because they thought it was just Coke and it was actually their dad's drink that they had. Yeah, you're about eight, nine years old. You're like, oh, what is this? Uh, but no, that's what you do, Alex. You get your streaming, you get the computer, and you're, everybody, like your wife or the moms are going to think, oh, he's showing them L for Home Alone. No, 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 no. You got the Laker game. them UAB. UAB, yes. And you're teaching the kids money because all those kids get money for Christmas, right? You teach them about investing. You teach them about futures. You, yes. Here, if you bet 25 on the money line, you're going to get this. But if you go and do a parlay, you're going to get this. Or, Education. Or you do tell them the or part, right? Or the money's gone. Which is life. <laughs> Which is life. This is why you stay single. <laughs> I want to come to your house for, I think Christmas Eve is what I need to see. I think that's the oh, thing that needs to happen. All right, let's the go. Dodgers um, still really haven't made any big moves. Everyone else, well, the Padres and the Giants at least, have made big moves in the West. So how does it all shake out? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.